Hi, my name is Julia and I'm 23. A few months ago, I was talking to this guy on a dating app. We had matched and chatted for a while. We got along really great and had started an online relationship while saving up money to meet in person. We had seen each other in pictures and short videos we sent to each other, and we talked on the phone every day. Other people would probably be scared that their match would be a scary perv, but we both completely trusted one another. Finally, we set a day that he would fly out and meet me. The both of us could not have been more excited. We had chatted all night the day before his flight and had a brief phone call before he got to the airport. The night before, I had decided that I would surprise him by picking him up from the airport and driving him to the restaurant that we had decided on going to. I was super excited to see his reaction, but also excited just to finally meet him. He called me when his plane landed and told me that he should be at the restaurant soon and couldn't wait to see me. Once we were off the plane, I quickly put my plan into action standing outside holding a sign that read his name. I waited at the back terminal. He had told me that he was six foot and was wearing a blue polo shirt with khaki pants and tennis shoes. When I had spotted him, I nearly screamed. He was so much more attractive in person. Keeping my composure, I waited for him to see me. It didn't take him long to see me. Coming up to me, told me he was the person from the sign, and then he told me the restaurant and didn't look at me again. I guess he didn't recognize me at all. I decided to tell him at the restaurant and started the drive down. When we got there, he began ranting how I was the worst service car he had ever taken and how he wouldn't be paying me, and my driving sucked. I was shocked that he would treat a stranger like that. In all the time we talked, he never treated me like this. He was always so nice to me. I couldn't believe he would treat anyone like this, especially a kind stranger who picked him up and took him where he needed to be without a single mean word. I parked the car and took a deep breath to keep my emotions in check before politely telling him, have a nice day, and driving off. After that, I blocked him on every medium we used to talk. I never spoke to him again, and I never tried to meet another person through a dating app. How did you like this story? Let us know in the comments. Enjoyed this video? Then hit the like button. Share and subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos. And press the bell icon for more updates. Hello everyone, I am Arena and I am 17 years old. Until last year, I was in a relationship with Ryan. I was crazy about him and used to love him from the bottom of my heart. Everything was going so well until Joya came into our life. Joya was my neighbor. Last year in Jan, she came to live next to my house. No sooner we became friends and I introduced her with Ryan. Slowly, I found Ryan's behavior getting changed for me. I observed that Joya provokes him against me. I tried hard to explain Ryan, but his brain was totally washed by her, and I ended up breaking a relationship with him. Joya was the one who spoiled my love relationship. I was fully broken from inside, and I cried a lot. 
Joya had snatched Ryan from me. The same night I kept thinking what Ryan and Joya did to me. The next morning, I woke up and went to my room's window. I saw my neighbors gathered, talking to each other. I was wondering what happened outside. And out of curiosity, I went out and asked my brother John, What happened? He replied, Joya is missing. What? I yelled. I was astounded and confused. I kept thinking, how is it possible? Yesterday, we met each other. So I decided to go out to know what happened exactly. When I went there, I heard rumors that Joya is missing since night. I wasn't allowed to go to her house because according to people, I was too young. After this incident, everyone stopped hanging out. To be honest, I was happy from inside because Joya had done wrong to me. But one thing which was bothering me was, who did it and why? Then I saw Ryan coming towards Joya's house. I went to him and asked, do you know where is Joya? He got shocked and replied, I came here to meet her. Six months later, I saw her in a cafe with one boy. I was stunned looking at her because everybody was searching for her all these days. Her parents were worried. I went to her to ask her the truth, but she ran as soon as she saw me. I followed and finally caught her. I asked her, Where were you, Joya? Why did you this? She laughed in a cunning manner. Irina, you want to know the truth? She asked. She said she was in a relationship with Rocky for the past three years. When she saw my love for Ryan, she thought to break it. She created a misunderstanding and started provoking Ryan against me. My breakup was the right time when she thought to run away with Rocky so that everyone would blame me and I'll be punished. She hated me very much because I was beautiful than her. Everybody, including her parents, praised my beauty. She wanted to hurt me, so she planned all this. I was shocked to hear all of it and was wondering, how could one girl do this to another girl? Because of her selfish motive, I lost my love of life. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hi, my name is Alice and what I'm about to tell you might sound strange, but I wish I was ugly. I am what many people consider beautiful. I know that might sound a bit pretentious, but my experience has led me to believe that this is how most people perceive me to be at first glance. It all started when I was a baby. A lot of people would come up to my mom and comment on how beautiful her child looked. Of course, it seems pretty normal to compliment on a baby's appearance. After all, who doesn't love babies? But that attention did not wane over time. When I was three, my mom was asked by a friend who works in show business if she would be willing to enter me into a children's beauty pageant. As I grew older and hit puberty, the attention I got only increased. Older boys started approaching me in the street to get to know me. Girls would say mean things about me behind my back, and one of my aunts even remarked on how I shouldn't concentrate too much on my studies since I could get by on my looks alone. When I entered high school, I developed a love of writing and studying algebra, and I excelled at sports, but nobody seemed to care at all about my interests or grades. 
Already, I was stereotyped as a blonde with more beauty than brains, which was far from the actual truth. All of this made me feel very distressed and anxious. I developed an insecurity about my good looks. I started to alienate myself from those around me. I became withdrawn and introverted. I changed my dressing and started wearing loose clothes, ones that wouldn't accentuate my curves or chest. Another problem with being too pretty is that people develop preconceived notions about your personality and character. Many of the boys who talked to me were only interested in my appearance, and they did not seem to care or even comprehend how smart I was, or that my hobbies were different than going to parties or hanging out late at night with friends. I was also the envy of girls in my class who would gossip about me and spread disparaging rumors that would further hurt my reputation. Due to my unsociable behavior and the way my classmates felt about me, I didn't have many close friends. And because people around me were quick to discard my interests and ambition, I too, in turn, felt that maybe I wasn't good enough to pursue my dreams. And so, I decided that since the world was so bent on treating me as nothing more than a pretty face, I would act the part and play to people's expectations of what I should be and not what I am. I started wearing skimpy clothes, and when boys tried to flirt with me, I flirted back. I began wearing makeup and lipstick. I also joined in with other girls when they would gossip. I fell behind in my studies as I would often skip class and my grades suffered for it. Doing all of this did not make me happy. But at this point I was so tired of trying to prove myself to others that I just thought, why bother with any of this? If this is how I will always be treated, then maybe I should act accordingly. One day in my sophomore year, I was invited to a party at one of the popular students' house. Almost every other underclassman was present. I picked out the most alluring dress I owned, and as soon as I arrived, all eyes were on me. While I did look spectacular in my new dress, it also wasn't something that I was known to wear. And so, many heads were turned in my direction. At the same time, my insecurity resurfaced and I realized that this is not who I am. As I turned back to leave, one of the boys came up behind me and grabbed my butt. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. I broke down and started crying uncontrollably. Everyone present started snickering or whispering to each other while looking at me. Don't stare at me, I said out loud. With my eyes swollen and my body shaking, I ran out of there and drove back home. I didn't come out of my room for three days. After a few days, I begrudgingly went back to school, fearing what my classmates would say when they saw me after the scandal I had created. I was a bundle of nerves on my first day back, after a three-day hiatus since the incident occurred. But I met with the school's guidance counselor who was very gentle and receptive, and I opened up to her about my problem. I told her how it might sound egotistic or atypical to say that I was too pretty and that was the source of all my anguish, but she replied that it wasn't strange at all for me to be feeling this way. She said we could work on ways for me to be more comfortable in my own skin, and though it may take a long time, I would eventually learn to love myself as a person. Thankfully, things have gradually started looking up for me, I've gotten back to my studies and my grades have returned to how they were before. 
I've learned how to deal with my anxiety in a more positive way, and I no longer feel as perturbed by unwanted comments on my appearance. I even joined the literature club and the debate team so that I can gain more confidence in myself, and I've made a few friends there as well. There's still a long road ahead of me when it comes to dealing with my vulnerability and self-doubt, but for now, I am happy with the path I've chosen. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. I am 33, recently separated. The first man I dated following my separation was Simon, going on my first date with him just five days after I ended my marriage. Simon was unattractive to me, so much so that I had no idea how I'd get over it. I confessed to a friend shortly before our first date that I didn't know what I'd do if he kissed me. But Simon and I had a lot in common, and he made me laugh. When he kissed me, shortly after I walked through his front door, I squeezed my eyes shut and paid attention to his tongue. My husband, named Sean, unlike all the men I'd dated before him, was handsome. In the early days of us dating, Sean would often catch me looking at him. I felt surprised a man like him would be with a woman like me. I was an insecure, introverted, and nerdy 23-year-old when we first began dating. I often hid behind my glasses, slinging my hair over my face in a concerted effort to keep any attention off of me. Before the man that had become my husband, I'd mostly dated fellow intellectuals. Men with glasses, rail thin or chubby, men who never went to the gym or gave much thought to their own personal appearance. Sean was clean cut, preppy, just a few years older than me. What led to me filing for divorce had soured me to handsome men, to any men who might resemble a politician. Simon was the obvious converse. Eighteen years my senior, Simon was tanning bed tan and bald. He wore glasses with those transition lenses that took too long to lose their tint. And he always had visible nose hair, which he'd try to tuck back into his nostrils instead of just plucking. Early on in dating, I bought him a hair grooming kit, but in our short period of dating he didn't take on the maintenance much himself. He was also set in his ways. Dressing up for him meant wearing short sleeve shirts unbuttoned at the top, and oversized blazer. He carried a satchel with him always, refusing to take it off even when sitting down at a restaurant. Beyond the physical, Simon was repulsive in other ways. He slightly lifted his leg and farted on our second date with a well-timed <coughs> cough that he must have thought would cover it up. It didn't. He was hard of hearing, though he wouldn't admit it, and he talked exceptionally loud. He was cheap and vain, only allowing photos of himself to be taken from the neck up or at high angles to hide his large stomach or portray his face as thinner. He was also moody, resentful, and vindictive. But... I felt adored, worshipped by Simon. He told me constantly I was beautiful. He took photos of me when I wasn't looking, or made me pose because I'd worn a cute outfit. He'd read my poetry, and I loved it. He was interested in me. 
I fell in love with him in the way only reserved for those trying to escape pain. Stupidly. Recklessly. When people of Simon's acquaintance met me and were wowed by my looks, I blushed in enjoyment. Next to Simon, I was even more beautiful. I was a novelty, a person of curiosity, with more than one of his friends asking, in a not-so-discreet manner, why are you with him? Simon and I stayed in, or went only to certain parts of town. Because we went out so little, I didn't have to see the looks. Those looks spurred the doubt that would lead to me breaking up with him. When Simon would introduce me to people as his girlfriend, they blinked at me in confusion. Or when people saw us in public, his hand on mine, they'd gawk, again confused. Was I his daughter? A friend? Whenever I'd catch another look, I'd find myself thinking, why am I with him? Clearly I shouldn't be. And as the divorce seemed closer to being resolved and our relationship could then be public, I started to realize I didn't want the world to know I was dating Simon. I felt too young, too beautiful, to be with a man the world saw not fit to be my match. I felt that I was using him to avoid the pain I knew I should be feeling after my divorce. My friends had warned me I should be single after my separation. Whenever I talked to them about my issues with Simon, they brought up that advice again gently. Whatever I had thought was love had faded. Every little thing Simon did began to annoy me. All of the things I'd overlooked before, like the fact he always carried a man purse and refused to wear a proper button-down, even for his job, weren't cute or quirky anymore. They were obnoxious. And without even those qualities for me to hold on to, he was no longer attractive to me at all. I used the normal reasons when I finally broke up with him. It wasn't him, it was me. The fact was that I did need time to myself, but I also wanted to touch and be touched by good-looking men, by young men, and I would never date someone I did not find attractive again. I did take the time I needed and did begin dating when I was ready to again. Now when I am out, I hold the hand of my exceedingly handsome boyfriend. He is muscular, rugged, with rich brown eyes and a smile with a darling dimple. More than one of my own friends or acquaintances has said to me, Wow, he's a looker. I've never once gotten that look I saw whenever I was out with Simon. That look that made me question why I was with the person I was with. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates.